All right, guys, thanks for being with us here on Geeks Inherited the Earth once again. Today, our guest has been on quite a journey from Tim Burton's Golden Globe winning Big Eyes is a series regular on The Family with recurring guest roles on The X-Files, The Magicians, and The Tomorrow People to guest star roles in Legends of Tomorrow, Supernatural, and The Killing. Uh, we here at Geeks Inherited the Earth are particularly excited about her upcoming film, Color Out of Space, which is going to be releasing on January 24th. CK, let's welcome Madeline Arthur. Hey, Madeline, how are you doing? Hey, I'm great. You? Yeah, I'm doing just great today, being able to talk to you. Um, I just got to watch the movie last night, or the night before last, actually. For having me. I loved it. Have you got to see it yet? Yes, I've seen it a few times, so I'm so happy to hear that you enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, it was so much fun. Um, so just right off the bat, you got to work with Richard Stanley, who hasn't been around in a while. He, the last thing he really did big-time directing was Island of Dr. Moreau. This is his triumphant return. What was it like working with Mr. Stanley? Oh, it was phenomenal, as you say. I mean, it was a huge honor to be a part of his first feature in so many years. He's such an auteur of the genre. He's so such a cinephile as well and so poetic. So to be able to work with him um, on one of his favorite authors' pieces of work was absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Lovecraft is one of my favorite authors as well. Uh, it got me into um, the sci-fi horror genre, which is kind of my favorite thing. Um, had you got to read any Lovecraft up until this point? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I've read, uh, I've read Colorado Space, of course, a few times, and I look forward. I just picked up a copy of a wider array of his work, and I look forward to reading it soon. Oh yeah, that's that, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal, and, and honestly, this is a great adaptation of uh, the Color Out of Space. In fact, it, it kind of works in a way that it, it tells the story like it did in the in the in the book, but also it does it in a way that is almost a behind the scenes of what was going on with the family. It's a little bit more intimate, and I really appreciated that. Yeah, and uh, you know, obviously, Lovecraft is incredibly difficult to adapt. So, just a really excellent job on that. Oh, well, that's greatly in thanks to Mr. Stanley uh, and everyone over at Spectre Vision, but specifically Mr. Stanley. So I'm, I'm happy that you feel it's a faithful adaptation that's modernized and humanized. As you said, you have more empathy for the family uh, as, they, as they head towards their demise by the color. Oh, yeah, and the intensity that you bring in this is phenomenal. Uh, the, especially, you know, and I'm, no spoilers, of course, but as as it progresses and you realize that something is, that your character realizes something is wrong, and then by the end, as you know, all, everything that happens, uh, it's just unreal. Uh, you, you really are bringing something to it, and you've, you've got a bright future. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, you're a standout in this. Uh, <laughs> you're too kind. You're too kind. I'll try my hardest. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing great. Uh and that was something I was going to ask you. So the movie begins with you doing a actual spell that a lot of Wiccans do, which is the lesser yeah. banishing ritual of the pentagram. Did you know that? Whose idea was that? That was Richard's idea. He's um, big into witchcraft and magic. And that was a really special and unique experience because we went through the ritual ahead of filming. And uh, we did a banishing of, of negative energies and spirits, and we had um, a candle on some stage, and, and just learning about Wiccan 
working ideals was so fascinating to me and Richard's such an expert on it. Um, so that was felt like a great way. It was actually the first scene in the movie uh, where you see Lavinia was actually the last scene that was shot and it almost felt like a, a good way to commemorate um, commemorate filming with, with doing that ritual. Wow, that is, uh, yeah, that's emotionally and spiritually satisfying. That's actually really amazing. I mean, as a pagan myself, it really, it really touched me. Yeah. It meant a lot to me. A lot of the roles you've uh, bounced around from, there's a lot of sci-fi here, a lot of supernatural stuff. Uh, did, did working in those roles help build you up for this at all? Did those uh, aid you in this role at all? Yes, I would say it has. Um, having done other sci-fi supernatural projects before, I think there's always that thing when you're... Um, when you're when you have to be afraid of this intangible force that's not right before you, that kind of thing, it just helps you be able to make it as grounded and authentic and realistic as possible. So, um, I yes, having had that opportunity to play some some other tormented characters dealing with supernatural forces was helpful. Uh, this looks like your goriest role as well. Did you uh, did you enjoy working in that environment with all the gore flying around? <laughs> Yes, I mean, I think it's it's honestly a hoot. <laughs> it's, um, you just have to accept that you're going to be sticky for a few hours and it's going to be gooey and you might not sit down or if you're sitting down, it's on plastic. But when you're drenched in fake blood, you, <laughs> you have no choice but to just really step into that zone. Mm. And to me, that is just, so exciting as an actor when you're just literally fully immersed in the role of the character because you're drenched in the substance that puts you in that situation. <laughs> so um, you worked with Nicolas Cage in this, and I don't think that... <laughs> we Speaking to, of crazy characters. We don't have to bounce around much. Uh, what was it like to work with him, especially in his full unhinged ability that he finally let loose in this film for the first time in a long time? Man, where to start? I mean, he's just such a phenomenal actor, and the way, the places that he goes with his characters and the choices that he makes, you read the script and you don't even think it's possible to make those choices, and yet he does. So, as an actor, it just makes me feel so alive working opposite him, and so fun, and it keeps you on your toes, and he is like the consummate professional, huge cinephile. I mean, it was just, it was, it was a thrill. And the dream. That is fantastic. You know, I noticed that you are fluent in French. I have a small request for you. Could you possibly say geeks inherited the earth in French force? Is that okay. a possibility? <laughs> oh, okay. Inherited. Uh, we should, okay. That is, okay, I'm going to try my best, you guys. Didn't mean to put you on the it's spot. Funny, <laughs> I am, I'm good at French. <laughs> but I don't. Some words are so specific that I never really use. So give me one sec. Let sure. me think. Um, they are les geeks hérité le monde. Les geeks ont hérité le monde. Or it's la monde. Les geeks ont hérité le monde. There it is. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, we noticed you're in Snowpiercer coming up soon. We're excited about that. Do you have any other projects you'd like to talk about on your way out? Oh, uh, yeah, super pumped for Snowpiercer to come out. I can't I can't wait. It's been a long journey for it to come to the screen. So I'm super, super pumped to see that. And I also have to all the boys I've loved before, parts two and three. Uh, the second movie comes out February 12th. It's very different pace than Color Out of Space. Uh, very different genre and different character. So uh, that's 
Yeah, that's fun. It's a really uplifting movie, February 4th. Awesome. Well, Madeline, you've been a delight. Everybody, go see Color Out of Space on the 24th. It's, it. it's phenomenal. I, I loved it. Um, go see this movie. If anything, not just for the movie, but for to see Madeline coming into her own. She does a phenomenal job in this. A wonderful job. It's a scary <laughs> and disgusting, wonderful film. Yeah, there's a lot of buzz around it, for sure. Well, thank you so much uh, for all of your kindness and for taking the time. It's been a lot of fun speaking with you guys. Thank you so much, Madeline. Thanks so much. This is Mike D. This is CK. Thanks for being here. Hey guys, welcome back to Geeks Inherited the Earth. Our guest today grew up in the city of Birmingham, UK, winning many awards for his talents, including his first professional role in Sinbad. He was lauded by Screen International as one of the much-anticipated stars of Tomorrow of 2011. Mr. Knight made his U.S. network television debut in 2014 and has since been in Titans, Once Upon a Time, and Law and & Order, amongst others. Uh, we are particularly excited to talk to him about his role in Color Out of Space, which Outlander Media has been excited to be a part of. Uh, please welcome Elliot Knight. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm good. It's always funny hearing something like that. I, it's like I, I'd love you to come with me and do that before I enter a room. I like a pie. <laughs> it sounds very uh, impressive when you put it all together. <laughs> well, um, I'm happy to do so. <laughs> we'll let Mike D be your hype man. <laughs> <laughs> Mike D is open for hype men. All hype men work. Yep. So we watched the movie, and <laughs> yeah, it's into that. we watched the movie, and it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it really is. What a crazy movie! Yeah, crazy is the word for sure. I'm so glad you guys enjoyed it. Oh yeah, I feel the same. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, just jumping right into it because I mean, there's a lot to go over, and we have you know a limited amount of time usually. Um, but what was it like working with Mr. Stanley on this project? To be honest, he is a dream. Uh, Rich was not someone I'd come across before working on this movie, and I obviously dove deep into researching him and his work when I knew I was going to be a part of it. He is the most fascinating man I think I've ever met. Oh, wow. He has this infinite knowledge about literally anything, uh, fascinating stories, experiences that just no one would ever believe, but he's such you know an honest, discerning, lovely man that you know everything he's saying is true. And uh, and just a very uniquely brilliant mind, especially when it comes to creativity and, you know, the world of film. I think he's able to do something that really not a lot of people, if anyone, can do the way that he does. And it's why he has been so heavily anticipated for the last two decades for his return to the screen because people love the touch that he has and the energy that he brings to, to anything that he's a part of and it was you know great for me to be a part of that for sure it was uh it was a treat oh yeah i mean uh, just him coming back and, and you can you can feel it through this film again and i always i've, I've loved his work i mean uh, i've watched many of his films and and he always has this mm -hmm. like you said this energy that you can feel coming through the screen and he's very auteurish and it's like he, this is a return to form to him, and it's amazing that he came back with a Lovecraftian story. Did you get to? Yes. Did you get to do research deep into the into this into the original Color Out of Space story? Did you? You know, how did you prepare for this role? 
Uh, I did. So I have Lovecraft I was not familiar with before being a part of uh, this movie. I was sent the script for Rich's adaptation and read that and was just bowled over by it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you guys have seen it. You know how, how I don't even know what the word is, just how shocking it is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the color. It doesn't look like any color. This doesn't feel like any movie I've seen before. It's certainly not even a part of, so it's hard to describe. But there is such a power on the page in the script that really comes across before you see anything, how disturbing this is, how troubling a lot of the moments are. Uh, it's, it's, it's very astounding. And so when I read the script and then saw the character that um, they're asking me to look at and loved that, I uh, found a short story, found Color Out of Space, and I read that. Um, saw the differences, you know, in just that original text and also in the characters that are involved and some of them are different. My character is, you know, invented for this adaptation, for example, and we had a slight change in the family makeup and dynamics so that we could have a different kind of, you know, sensitivity sensitivity of storytelling to that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I dove into that. I grabbed the Necronomicon, which oh. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Oh, it's uh-huh. a beast. Yeah. <laughs> like it would take me a lifetime <laughs> to work through. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, your character, the hy- the hydrologist character. L- there was a character, I think, in the short story of the Dunwich Horror that was loosely this was based on, which was just a, a land surveyor. And um, they kind of took right. that and pulled this more into it, and it was a way deeper role because uh, I mean, he was in that story for like two pages. And you're, right. you're you're the central protagonist of this tale. I mean, to be honest, it's it's true. I mean, the the tale is through your eyes and um you do an you do an amazing job of conveying fear and not just fear but um oh. <laughs> um staring into the abyss you have this this oh my god this is happening and i can't handle what's happening in front of my eyes which is lovecraftian in and of itself <laughs> thank you you also happen to be the oh, yeah so lovecraftian you also happen to be the only voice of reason uh, or normal person in the entire movie, as far as I could tell. Was the uh, we're working on the set? Was working on the set as crazy as the movie itself? Um, in parts, never bad. It was such a positive experience, and uh, thank you. I appreciate you guys saying that as well. Uh, I some of it's definitely no acting required because it is so bizarre <laughs> and so crazy that your mind genuinely cannot comprehend what's supposed to have happened. My the very first shot that I did on this movie, my very first day was the very last scene of the movie where water stood above the reservoir. So it's after everything has happened, you know, all the craziness that none of us have seen what it's going to look like yet, but it was the first thing I shot. And on that day I was stood in position and Rich came up to me and he was like, okay, so, so, uh, so this is what's happened. And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> All right, that's a lot. But yes, you're right. That has happened. It's like, okay, and go. Um, and you know, that's where it, it, it is. It's very encouraging to feel like a director, especially as great as Richard, really trusts you with the work like that when it's his work too, his word written on the page. It's, it's an honor to have someone of that stature lend you that responsibility. And um, uh, so grateful for that experience. Uh, and yes, and to be the voice of reason. You're right with the, the character. I think Rich, we wanted to, he felt it was important to have someone in the story who could be the audience's window, someone who will give the the conflict of the dynamics to really stretch the world of how bizarre things get. You have to have an anchoring point. And for him, that was Ward. 
and uh, it it's it's definitely you know a different experience to be on set watching everything happen and your character is also watching everything happen it does bring a certain level of, of extra authenticity to the experience um, rather than having to worry about being affected by it so much uh, although that did look fine I have to say people made that look very fun Nick made that look great and uh, Madeline did a great job of making it look uh, very fun to do but you know maybe another time we'll see <laughs> you uh, also uh, lucked out you're one of the very few characters that was not completely bathed in gore uh, seems like that was pretty lucky break <laughs> yeah tell me about it and, and honestly you know I think it's for me in a horror movie with uh, my kind of character it's a welcome relief <laughs> I've been waiting for a horror where everyone dies and the black guy survives <laughs> you know it, it took a while but oh my god it's uh, I'm telling you man it is a trip but uh, <laughs> no it's yeah it's it's pretty cool it, a lot of devastation happens as you guys know and mm -hmm. um, to be the sole surviving you know one left standing is uh yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty special, and uh, I'm glad, thank God, because I can't imagine the ways that Rich would have loved to have torn me apart in this movie, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure he had some ideas. And, well, especially when you're in a Lovecraft story, even uh, most of the time, and th this helps people not be spoiled at all. Uh, even if you are the last man standing, that doesn't mean anything about you whatsoever. <laughs> oh, yeah, not at all. For all we know, like the, the truth of the world could be flipped, and the... Ward is the only one who was affected and this has all been a vision that he's had you know yeah, it could be yeah, anything nice. and that's what's so great about the scope of the storytelling is it's 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 open to any interpretation and I do think that people who go and see this everyone's going to take you know something different from it because the world is just so twisted out of proportion it could go in any direction that's pretty exciting nice. Well, this, uh, this movie clearly has a huge buzz around it. Um, I just keep seeing it everywhere on the internet. Uh, do you have any other big projects coming up you'd like to talk about? Um, what's happening? I'm about to, uh, I'm about to join um, Animal Kingdom, TNT, oh. show which I'm really excited about for their new season, nice. um, which would be really cool. Another dramatic twist <laughs> in the kind of uh, projects I'm doing. And um, the last, uh, the last, project I was involved in was another different one, which is a video game. Uh, it's my first time doing motion capture and voice work, and oh, wow. I grew up playing games as a kid, and I loved that. Oh, yeah, you were in so Call of Duty, really cool. you? Um, you were in Modern Warfare, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah Call of um, Duty, yeah. Which, you know, another thing that I didn't really know what was happening when I went up for it, and then it happened, and, uh, you know, you learn what it is. It's like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> um, but, no, it's been a really great uh, time lately for uh, for new opportunities and experiences and getting to work with really great enthusiastic passionate people and I you know genuinely am living my dream so I'm I'm super happy and, and grateful and it's it's nice to hear that other people get to enjoy parts of that too oh that's amazing and we did we really enjoyed the movie uh, it was fantastic and we couldn't be happy with you speaking with us today we really appreciate that oh awesome me too it's been a pleasure thank you guys thanks so much yeah we had a lot of fun Talk to you later, Elliot. Mike D is out. Yeah, that was dope. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, no, See you no. guys. See you, buddy.